Good evening, everyone. I hope everybody is doing well. Thank you for tuning in. I am grateful for your presence. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. This week's uh, episode is about anger and how to beat it. So we're going to talk a little bit about anger, um, how anger manifests itself, and hopefully I can lay out a blueprint for you to use so that you can get through and navigate your own anger. Hopefully the uh, blueprint that I set out for you gives you an opportunity to analyze yourself and your life um, so that you can find a way to lower your anger and ultimately find uh, an opportunity to be able to express yourself in a way that um, eliminates the anger and the way that you feel completely from your life. So um, the first thing that I'll do is I will give you a definition uh, as to what anger is. So the American Psychological Association um, defines anger as an emotion that is characterized by antagonism toward someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. So this essentially means that Anger is a feeling that you have that takes over you, um, if you allow it, obviously, based off of uh, someone or something doing something to you that you feel is wrong. Anger can cause problems uh, in a lot of different ways. most importantly, anger can cause physical problems. Uh, and this is something that has been measured and is available to those who are interested in learning a little bit more about it. I uh, would recommend that you go online and read up on the ways that anger can cause physical problems to you. Uh, I'll give you a few. So it can in- increase blood pressure. Um, it can be harmful to your heart. Um like uh, likewise it can be harmful to the way that you think it can have a damaging effect on your mental health if not uh, looked at appropriately uh, or in a way that is uh, helpful to you so with that being said anger can also be a good thing uh, depending on the way that you view it um, and the way in which you are able to utilize that anger to arrive at a point that gives you um an opportunity to express yourself either toward that person who has wronged you or in finding why a situation is causing you anger. So how do you beat anger? So um, the blueprint that I want to set out um, is obviously just that it's a blueprint. There are going to be things here that resonate with you um, and hopefully can provide you with, like I said, an opportunity to move yourself forward uh, in eliminating some of your anger um, and then utilizing anger as a way to uh, be a positive thing in your life. Um, So number one, know what makes you angry. How do you know what makes you angry? Okay, Um, This one is probably going to be very easy for a lot of people. Um, You're going to automatically say, hey, my mom makes me angry, my dad makes me angry, um, my coworkers make me angry, um, 
people driving slow in the fast lane <laughs> makes me angry. Um, so what, what, what makes you angry is something that you definitely need to ask yourself. When you arrive at knowing what makes you angry, uh, there's a couple of things that you could do about that. So the first thing that you could do is you can avoid those situations, right? Um, don't talk to people who make you angry. Uh, don't drive in the fast lane or slow down or get around those people who are driving slow. Another thing that you could do is talk about it. If you know that someone upsets you, find a way to uh, uh, let them know that they're upsetting you. Okay? I know that this, this isn't going to work for my example with traffic, um, but perhaps you can talk to someone about it. Number two, what are your warning signs? What are things that happen to you when you get angry? Or when you know you're about to get angry? Does your heart start to race? Do you feel nervous? Do you begin to sweat? Do you get an upset stomach? Do you get cramps in your stomach? How do you how do you how do you deal with this? Do you face it? Do you punch holes in the wall? Do you like to throw things or scream? These are all warning signs. Okay? Um, what you could do with this is you can act on it, right? So, and when I act, when I say act on it, I don't mean punch holes in the wall or throw things or scream at people, but use this as a way to write what is making you uh, write write down what is making you angry, so that you can get to that space of being able to talk about it, um, avoiding the situation again, right? So, if you know that you are going to get angry because you're going to be in a specific situation try to avoid it or avoid that specific person um, these these physical signs that happen in your body are cues for you to use so that you could begin to implement coping skills that you may have whether it's avoidance um, or talking about it or um, finding a, a way to breathe, exercising, going for a walk, um, you know, whatever coping skill you have that is helping you. And we'll talk about coping skills um, again in just a moment. Number three, when you do begin to get angry, how angry are you? There are different resources that you can find online that can give you um, an idea as to where you can uh, you, you can find yourself so find an anger scale and where are where on the anger scale do you f do you fall in that moment if you're using an anger scale uh, you know one to ten where one is content right you're happy you're you're, you're okay you just kind of neutral going through your day um, and 10 being absolutely infuriated enraged like a volcanic eruption where do you fall on that scale essentially take your temperature right think about that anger scale and say okay um, I'm pissed but I don't I don't feel like a 
I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explode. I'm, I'm upset. Maybe you're a five, right? When you get to those higher levels of anger and you fall on the higher, uh, on the higher levels, you're going to need to do something physical to bring yourself down. And what I mean by physical is physically walking away, physically stopping yourself and breathing, engaging in a physical activity such as exercise or yard work or um, you know cleaning or whatever the case may be, going for a run or taking a walk. Those are physical things that you can utilize as a way to cope with that anger in that situation. When you're on the lower uh, scale, uh, you know, when you're on the lower level of the scale, um, you can utilize different coping skills such as communication. And one that's really huge that a lot of times um, will help you get to being able to communicate a lot more effectively is being empathetic. Using empathy as a means to cope with a situation, a stressful situation, is liberating. Is is uh, it will help you get to a new space of mental health. How do you how how do you express empathy? Well, empathy is being able to understand someone else's situation. Can you understand someone's situation when you're at a level ten? Angry? No, you can't. Because you're so enraged um, that you might just want to, you know, blow up. But if you're mildly irritated on the lower end of the scale, you might be uneasy. But with some breathing or utilizing one of the coping skills that works for you, you may be able to understand why a situation is upsetting you. Right? When you get to a specific point in your life that you're able to utilize empathy when you start to feel feelings of anger or frustration, you can then begin to know where your anger stems from, right? You know that your anger may come from a traumatic experience that you've gone through or a traumatic experience that was passed down as I spoke about in the last episode, right? You can start to communicate those, those instances, okay? Number four, having a coping skill that works for you and then actually using it. So I mentioned a few, right? Walking away, breathing, exercising, meditating, reading, these are coping skills that you can use. Distracting thoughts, journaling, okay? Not everything is going to work, um, but it's, it's important that you begin to explore different coping skills and find ones that will work for you in situations where you're upset, where you're angry. Once you have been able to understand which coping skills will work for you, practice them. Get into the habit of practicing them and put them in your toolbox. In the last episode, I spoke about being, um, being able to build a house with just a hammer. Right? You have one tool in your toolbox. Do you think you could build a house with a hammer? 
It will be damn near impossible to build a whole house using a hammer. Maybe there's a couple of people out there that can, um, but not, not everybody can. So you have to be able to put different tools in your toolbox to use um, when one doesn't work or one is not working as effectively as it should, right? So if you're upset, you're angry, and you're breathing, and you're still angry, you got you to gotta figure something else out. You got to use a different coping skill to help you get that level of anger down, right? And then you get to the point where you're able to, number five, debrief. So what does that mean? What does debrief mean? When you debrief on your anger, you're evaluating how successful your coping skills are in that situation. Okay? You're able to look back and analyze and think, did that work? Am I still angry? Do I still feel upset? Am I frustrated? Where, are, where am I on the scale? And what did I do to get from there to here? Right? You could think about what you're feeling presently versus what you were feeling when you were upset. And how long did it take you to get from angry to frustrated? How long did it take you to get from angry to mildly frustrated? How long did it take you to get from angry to content or neutral or happy? Did it take you an hour, two hours, three hours? Did it take you 45 minutes, a half an hour, 15 minutes, 10 minutes? What are your thoughts surrounding it? How do you feel? These are all questions that you ask yourself. And obviously, the quicker you can get to go from a 10 to a 0 shows you that what you're doing in your life, the coping skills that you have, are beginning to work. When you have a good grasp on your anger and where it stems from, then you can start to utilize it as a means to produce success in your life, right? So, say for example, um, you get angry when you engage in a conversation with, uh, with a sibling or a parent. And you've been implementing good coping skills to help you get through these situations. And you've gotten yourself down to the point where you can empathize and understand what it is that's happening in that person's life that's triggering you, right? Maybe you're not being heard. Maybe what's upsetting you is that at some point that person did something to you to wrong you. You can communicate that. And if they're in a space where they can listen, you're on the right track. They might give you something that you've been longing for to help you uh, forgive them or to move forward, right? Or to shift your perception when you're angry and you communicate and that person says oh man I am so sorry I didn't realize that my way of being or what I said or what I did hurt you I'm sorry 
how do you think that will make you feel? You probably will not get there by getting angry, right? So you have to help yourself. And helping yourself means that you have to understand what your anger is, where your anger comes from, and how can you utilize your anger to help you so that you can understand yourself better. So that that frustration that you have when you're dealing with a specific situation or a specific person can become a lot more clear. Trauma is a really big one too. Trauma it makes people very angry. And a lot of times um, we often will push trauma down deep inside of us. And we don't face it. And it manifests as anger. When you get angry at something, right, that's related to your trauma, and you don't face it, you're, you're, it's going to be very hard for you to get down very quickly. It's not impossible, but it could be very difficult. So reaching out to a mental health provider that can help you with your trauma can also be a way to unlock uh, a, a, a means to getting yourself to not be so angry and being able to see the world a lot more clearly. Unfortunately, that's what trauma does to you. Trauma makes things very, very foggy and very muddy. So it's very difficult to be able to make clear, concise, strong decisions when you're facing anger based off of trauma. So what we could do now is understand that trauma can, uh, excuse me, anger can be negative as well positive depending on how you utilize it. Okay. That is it. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope that this message provides you with health and a new insight into how to utilize anger to help you. Um, I hope that your weekend is wonderful and that you are blessed and have an absolutely fantastic upcoming week. Thank you again. Please like, share, and subscribe. And I wish you a very wonderful evening.